The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. The Lamb who is in the center of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to springs of life-giving water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. These words which we heard just a moment ago from the book of Revelation are for us in this Easter season a word of encouragement, a word of consolation, if you will. The Lamb, our Lord Jesus Christ, seeks to give us life-giving water, freedom from our sins, and as he says in the gospel, to lead us to eternal life and to keep us safely in the hands of our Father. Mindful of this, we also recognize that as the saying goes, every rose has its thorn. And this passage has a bit of a sting to it as well. Reflecting upon the simple fact that the shepherd who leads us is also a lamb. This is an important thing for us, that the shepherd is a lamb. First, it points out the fact of the incarnation, a reminder to us that Christ, to save the flock, became a lamb like us. In the words of Scripture, he, became, he experienced all things but sin. He does not distance himself from us or know things only by, by hearsay. He comes to take on our very flesh. But even more important for us, the sting of the fact of the lamb, is that a lamb in scripture is a sacrificial victim. It's one that's offered as a sacrifice. It is slain so that others might live. The simple fact is that our Lord Jesus is coming to lead us to eternal life. He's coming to bring us to those life-giving springs. But the path to the spring follows directly through that of the cross. The Lamb always leads us to the cross first, and then He brings us to eternal glory. That's the reason that the Lord God has to wipe away the tears from the faces of those who enter, because they have suffered. They have borne their cross, just like our Lord. They've experienced their own trials, In the book of Revelation, specifically, these were the martyrs of the faith. But indeed, all of us have our cross to bear. This is part of the good news of the Easter season, is that that the crosses that we bear are not just born for their own sake. And they do not have the final say. The simple fact is, as we all know, every one of us suffers. Every one of us bears crosses. Some of them short-term, some of them long-term. Some of them physical, some emotional, some spiritual. A whole variety of things which the Lord, for some reason, permits or allows within our own life. He permits us to enter into the way of the cross. 
But the consolation in the midst of this is that any time we come to the cross, any time, when we come face to face with suffering, when we experience in our flesh and our bones and our heart and our soul, we know that Christ is with us. That he has already led the way and prepared for the peace beyond the suffering that we are experiencing. He's leading us to the glory. He's leading us to the resurrection. Even if it means passing through the cross. In the midst of our sufferings, he's bringing about our salvation. And this is the lens that helps us to transform everything that we experience in this life. And this is, again, the good news of the Easter season is that Christ is victorious over all suffering. He is victorious over all death. The things that we fear the worst in this world. Christ has even conquered this. So this is why we place our trust in him. He who has taken upon our sufferings upon himself. He who knows us better than we know ourselves. He who became one of us to save us. He leads us through sufferings, not to chastise us, not to shame us, not simply for the point of making us suffer, but that our sufferings might be joined to His, that our sufferings, we understand, might have value, that they transform us, they shape us, they make us holy, and in the end, they save us. And so this is the grace that we ask of our Lord today. That the sufferings that we endure, whether in the past, the sufferings we endure in this moment, the sufferings we endure in the future, that all of these things, at each of those moments, when we come face to face with the cross, we might continue to follow the Lamb. Follow the Lamb to the sacrifice. That rejoicing in Him, we might be able to rejoice also in the eternal life. And so our prayer is a simple one. And in fact, the church puts it on our lips week after week after week. In the midst of our sufferings, we simply pray, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace.